We've been flooded with new streaming services in the last year, but two of them, HBO Max and NBC's Peacock, have been missing from the most popular streaming devices for months, driving Roku and Fire TV users crazy. Last week, that changed. I'm Joni Salzman, filling in for Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to break down the situation is our TV expert, David Katzmeyer. Welcome, David. Great to be here, Joan. Thanks for coming. So going into last week, what was the status quo of this standoff between HBO Max, Peacock on the streamer side, and then Roku and Fire TV on the devices side? So it was, uh, I'll, I'll roll back to May, which was when HBO Max launched. And it was it was a surprise, honestly, to all of us that, HBO, or that, that Roku and Fire TV were not going to have the HBO Max app. And that's still the case today. Uh, you know, it's been since their launch, HBO Max has not been on either of those two devices. Again, super popular, like you said, Roku and Fire TV. Um, they're really the, the least expensive um, streamers out there. Uh, and you can, you know, uh, so many people have them on TVs, on, on the streaming devices themselves. So, and then Peacock, which uh, debuted nationwide in July, uh, also didn't have HBO Max uh, and didn't have um, sorry, didn't have a Roku or Fire TV. So again, both those major services, both, uh, you know, had a lot of hype leading up to them and both kind of like, oof, you know, they're not on these super popular devices. So last Friday, uh, that changed and Roku and Peacock struck a deal. So finally, Roku owners can watch Peacock uh, just like everybody else. Right. So what are the, I'm sure that you, it's been similar for you like me. I've even people that work at CNET with us have messaged me occasionally and been like, WTF, why can't I watch the streaming service on my Roku or on my Fire TV? Have you been getting a lot of reader reaction to the fact? Yeah, it's yeah. funny. We, we, we had, well, readers have, were really like, you know, I think a lot of readers that are in the know are kind of like met at this point. Like they're, 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 they, they know that it's an issue and they, they do complain about it, especially when they hear about new stuff on, on either service potentially. But um, we had a discussion internally about the Editor's Choice Award, which is something that we give to products that we really like. And currently our Editor's Choice product is a Roku streaming stick. Right. Um, and we're like, you know, is this worth pulling this 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 award? You know, we're giving them a little bit of time still, especially going into the fall season. But, you know, it's a big issue uh, for us evaluating these products. So, yeah. And again, it was it was a surprise. People are still kind of mystified that these massive services from these huge media companies, they can't agree to deals to just get the basic app on their devices. Yeah. And so also, can you talk a little bit about you know, what are people missing out on HBO Max and Peacock, in addition to being new services, especially with HBO Max, they've been a little confusing for people to understand anyway. Um, it doesn't help if you can't watch these services on like the most popular things that people watch them on. But give people a sense, you know, what are they missing out on if they are Roku or Fire TV users? What are they missing out on by not having up until last week, not having access to both HBO Max and Peacock? Well, I think big picture, you're missing more uh, on Peacock than you are on HBO Max, at least at the beginning, because uh, if you're a Roku or a Fire TV user, you can get the regular HBO app still. So you can watch, uh, you know, all the shows that are on HBO, Succession, which just won, you know, the Emmys did really well. You know, all those HBO things, they're on both Max and regular HBO. The things that you're missing on Max are primarily Friends. Um, you know, which obviously is is the big uh, marquee feature there, and and those HBO Max originals. Um, so 
that stuff is on there. If you're a Peak, or if you're Roku or a Fire TV uh, subscriber, you can't watch those. Uh, my kids really like the Elmo show, um, for example, which he's <laughs> like he gets up. Elmo like goes and does a late night show. It's called the Not So Late Show with Elmo, and uh, you know we watch that on our Apple TV. You know, it's the one time we don't use a Roku in our house, right? Uh, because you can't you can't watch it on the Roku. Uh, with Peacock, I think their catalog is a, is a little bit less compelling overall. Um, you know, it's a less expensive service. It's free. Um, but again, you're missing a lot of their back catalog. ABC has, or NBC, sorry, a lot of those NBC, show, NBC shows, SVU, uh, Law & Order SVU, as well as uh, Parks and Recreation, 30 Rock, big names like that you can stream uh, on Peacock. And, you know, you can get those on other services, however. Um, for example, those are both of those uh, comedies, 30 Rock and um, uh, Parks and Rec, are on Hulu. So if you're a Hulu subscriber, obviously you get a Hulu app on your Fire TV or Roku. So you're not missing quite as much, um, I think, uh, if, if you're, a, a, again, a, a Roku or an Amazon Fire TV user with Peacock. So, you know, it's, 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 it's very complicated. And then the, these services have different tiers, you know. Right. So at the end of the day, it's, it's hard to parse it all. And you can get a lot of these shows on different services if you look around. Right. One of the things that would simplify matters is, you know, instead of having to figure out where everything is, if, if you could just be able to pull it up on your device and check, but when they're not available to be able to look and see what's actually on there. Well, one of the things, you know, it feels like clearly there there's a disagreement. There's something that's creating this impasse between the streaming services and the devices that normally you can just kind of bank on them having the biggest stuff that you'd want to watch. And it feels like people, the people that are getting caught in the middle are just regular folks that want to watch on their devices, watch these things on their devices. Why, what's, why are they fighting like this? You know, why are they putting normal folks in the middle of this fight between the two of them? Well, I don't know about you, Joan, but I've heard nothing official. Like these companies don't necessarily like to talk about why they disagree. Um, we we did hear uh, statements on Friday as as the as Peacock and uh, and Roku went back and forth about it being about ad revenue. Um, you know, Roku, I guess, uh, wants you know a, a data um, for advertising that Peacock has built into their apps, or vice versa. It's, it's a little bit difficult to follow, but you know, again, it always boils down to money. I think these disagreements are very similar to what happens with cable companies not carrying networks uh, for a while. There was a big uh, disagreement uh, between Dish Network and NFL Network. They finally wrapped up right before the NFL season, for example. A lot of a lot of these uh, providers, these carriers, which are you know kind of similar to Roku and, and Fire TV in this situation, have disagreements with the content providers, which are kind of like Peacock and, and HBO or you know the traditional channels, and they just have to agree to carry um, you know the, the 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 channels with basically works out to be a money deal. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, it, it does. It's it, it's a little bit more complicated with the streaming services though, because there are these factors like ad revenue and things like that. Um, that are uh, also built in data is, is a huge uh, sticking point for these companies. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen now? So at this point, the lay of the land is we've got one of these services, Peacock, one of these new big budget services, Peacock on Roku, but we're still missing Peacock on Fire TV and we're still missing HBO Max on both Roku and Fire TV. What do you think is going to be, what's going to be happening next? Can we, do you think that we can expect there to be some changes if we've started to see a little bit of progress with some of these actors? 
Uh, yes, I, I think the there's pressures on both sides. It's not like one side is is completely back against the wall. Both of them, you know, have a lot of stake uh, in it, and they both have you know advantages. Um, you know, Roku is gigantic, so is Fire TV. They have you know what was it, eighty million subscribers between them, um, you know, or users, active users. So that's massive, you know. And and obviously, if if Peacock and HBO Max want to tap into that audience, they really want their apps on those devices. These apps were ready to go, you know, from day one, uh, you know, as soon as the launch was there, it was just they didn't work out the deal. So it's not a technical issue. It's it's just the money. Um, so I think that they'll work it out, uh, especially once uh, the those services, HBO Max in particular, but also Peacock, start to add more originals, more compelling content. Remember, these things just launched in the streaming game in the big scheme of things. They're brand new, and I think they'll all work it out because it's in all of their best interest. Yeah, yeah. But it also took, I mean, it's in all their best interest, but it took some negotiating strategy on the part of Peacock to get to the breaking point with Roku, right? Wasn't, didn't they hold some stuff over their head? Uh, I don't know any of the details. Maybe you do, John. I, I I followed it, but as as far as I can tell, you know, again, they they both came out with these statements that said, "Yeah, we're um, you know, the, 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 what what I think you mean is that when Peacock uh, and and Roku were negotiating, uh, NBC said they would pull uh, all of these uh, different apps which are already on Roku devices, like the NBC app, um, which again, uh, Roku says accounts for a minuscule percentage." of uh, their actual streaming hours. But, you know, NBC, uh, Comcast, the big uh, corporate, uh, you know, company decided let's pull or let's threaten to pull these apps from Roku entirely, which would get people even more angry, you know, Roku users. And again, these devices are so inexpensive that I think uh, Peacock, NBC's calculus was, you know what, if people just want to turn around and buy an inexpensive device, uh, they can replace it, you know, and get the apps for free and stop using Roku, which is, of course, not what Roku wants. Um, that's exacerbated. There's new streaming devices coming out. Um, we have uh, a, an Amazon announcement um, where they might announce new Fire TV devices. They might even announce that they get these apps. And uh, later is is uh, in September 30th is the big Google event. And they've already said that they're going to have a new Chromecast device. And you know, a Google uh, Android TV system is one of the, uh, you know, it has both of those apps. And so if this device is inexpensive, we think it's going to be about 50 bucks, that might be an alternative uh, device that has HBO Max and Peacock that current Roku and Fire TV users might, you know, decide to switch to. Thanks for joining us, Ava. That's really helpful. If you have any questions about the streaming wars, these devices or these services and what the heck they are, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge and read all of our coverage on CNET.com. Thanks for listening.